I loved the emotional rush of being scared. I still do, of course. I don't go out much to haunted houses, but I still love good, old-fashioned, scary stories. Listener discretion is advised. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the Nespod Studios. Join us as we give you the best of the best health and wellness updates you can rely on for the treatment of chronic health problems. Classic functional medicine back to basics health tips and special updates from the best doctors in the United States of America. Check out this health and wellness podcast shows. Explore Health Talk Weekly. Healthy Lifestyle Matters, Excellent Health Digest, Healthy and Free Daily and last but not least, Weekly Health and Fitness Corner. Also, check out Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told Fiction Podcast, for that real life on the go experience with the 27-year-old golden boy, who made our guest invite number one list. He tells us about his story as it happens in real time and in real life. It's Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told. Go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it. Join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe. Enjoy the show. Our next case is out of Manchester, New Hampshire, where police are asking for the public's help in finding a missing seven-year-old girl. She was reported missing last week, but she has not been seen since 2019. None of this makes any sense. Harmony Montgomery, seven years old. She has blonde hair, blue eyes, wears glasses, and is blind in her right eye. She was last seen on October of 2019. So her most recent photos that authorities have are from the age of five, but she looks about the same, we believe. So last Friday, On December 31st, New Year's Eve, the Manchester police released a missing persons announcement and had a news conference about this. So everyone's like really puzzled. It's like, well, wait a minute. If the child has been missing since 2019, why are we only figuring this out now? Now, the police department said that they received a report that week that seven-year-old Harmony has not been seen since 2019. The circumstances surrounding this prolonged absence, quote, are very concerning and are being thoroughly investigated. Okay. Um, Apparently, there were some issues with Child Protective Services, and that is where, I guess, all the wires got crossed, and somehow this child has been missing in the process. Now, there's been a late development in this. Harmony's father, Adam Montgomery, 31 years old, yesterday, January 4th, was arrested on one charge of felony assault, that going back to 2019. And we will, something happened at the house 
the last time that she was seen, 2019. Uh, Also, one charge of interference with custody and two charges of endangering the welfare of a child. So we still don't know where Harmony is. Her father is now in prison, but we still, excuse me, in jail, but we still don't know where she is. The police chief of Manchester, Alan Aldenberg, said that Harmony was in the child welfare systems systems of both New Hampshire and neighboring Massachusetts. Okay. So now you have two systems. Let's face it. None of these systems works very well. And now you've got two of them and the overlap and the gap is somehow where Harmony fell through the cracks here. So she was last enrolled in school in Massachusetts in 2019. I mean, how in the world is anyone going to keep track of where she is under these circumstances, Eric? Yeah, um, the unfortunate reality and uh, my personal experience and the uh, just uh, also uh, continuing to read and monitor cases that involve any state or county uh, office of children's services uh, frequently exposes uh, a couple of realities. Uh, first and foremost is my personal experience with workers have been that the workers overwhelmingly are passionate folks that get involved in this type of work because they have a desire to to help and protect children. Uh, Then that passion frequently seems to get lost in a bureaucracy that's not very good at connectivity and sharing information. And frequently the right hand may not know what the left hand is doing, which creates these gaps. And I don't think you can go through any sort of an internet search with Department of Children Family Services, you know, blamed for X, Y, and Z to find out exactly what you've just just described, that there was a gap and somebody fell through it. And now uh, we can't account for that person. And this unfortunately frequently results in a, a tragedy. So apparently, according to the police chief, the New Hampshire Health and Human Services Division for Children, Youth, and Families notified the police that week that She's been missing for two years. They finally figured out, hey, wait a minute, what happened to Harmony? So no Amber Alert was issued because they really don't have any details as to where she disappeared, where she disappeared from, with whom, what vehicles, none of that. The Manchester police say that officers responded to a call at the last known address where Harmony was living, and that call was in October of 2019. Now, remember, October 2019, last time that anyone has a record of her, police are called to the house, and now the father has been arrested for allegations stemming from 2019. So uh, I'm thinking this is the vortex of where everything happened and, and her last known sighting. So after the Department of Child Services figured out that they had no idea where she was, police then sent investigators... This is recently on January 2nd, back to the last house in which Harmony was last seen. Well, the house has been sold and there's a new family in there, but the family, according to the police, was very cooperative, let them search the property. We have no idea what, if anything, that they found. Police say that they have spoken to as many members as possible that they can locate of Harmony's family to try and figure out what is going on. And the police chief had a news conference a few days after 
Harmony's disappearance was announced. And here's a part of it. I'm, I'm in rescue mode right now. All efforts are focused on that Harmony is alive and we are going to do everything we can to find her in that condition. Until somebody shows me something that points that she's not, then that may change my, my attitude or my perception on this. But for now, we have to operate under the assumption that she is alive and well somewhere and somebody knows something. And if there was some flaw in the system, I'm not saying there was, but if there was, where was it and how's it going to be addressed? Okay, the police chief may not want to say it, but I'm going to say it. This is much more than a flaw in the system. We are talking about the life of a child. Okay, so a child presumably in the system for protection. And if the system in charge of protecting her doesn't know what happened to her, then they're clearly not protecting her. Yeah, uh, one thing doesn't necessarily exclude the other. However, from a law enforcement standpoint, the the statement is we're using every possible resource to locate this young, this little girl and uh, make sure that she's safe. Um, I understand a little bit of damage control that might come into it because the police chief has to understand that while they're making the statement, everyone is doing exactly what you're reporting right now is saying, well, what in the world happened right there? However, uh, when you go into the damage control, that kind of takes away from the main point, which is we're trying to find this this little girl. So, um, you know, uh, there will be some sort of after after action report that hopefully there will be a resolution. And certainly if there's flaws, we're going to fix those flaws. But I'm not 100 percent sure that that really should be occupying any space right now in law enforcement's efforts. You know, we, we definitely should fix the system if it's broken. But right this second, I'm laser focused on finding this little girl. A local independent news blog called the Manchester Inc. Link reported on Monday that family members claimed that Harmony's father had custody of the girl. The site also reports that the Manchester house, the one in which she was last seen and which was recently searched in the investigation used to belong to Harmony's mother before it was sold. That's their reporting. The Manchester Inc. Link also reported that a woman they identified as Harmony's mother had posted on Facebook that she and her family had filed multiple reports of abuse and neglect about the daughter and that no one responded until she called police and contacted the mayor's office. Mayor's office confirms getting the complaint and sending it to police. What we don't know is what happened between October 2019 and now. So the Daily Beast is reporting that Harmony's great uncle reported that he was at the family house October 19. All roads lead back to that that date when the police were called and that there was an incident He said several family members shared the home and that he said during this unspecified incident, which we still don't know the details of, he tried to enter the house but wasn't allowed. And then he called police. He told the Daily Beast that Harmony was inside and visibly frightened. That's his his reporting on it. And he told the Daily Beast that he called child services in July of 2019 when he saw that the girl had a black eye. Okay, a lot going on there. And then WMUR-TV reports that residents had complained about the living conditions 
in and around that house in the neighborhood to city officials, and they claimed that they were told that there was nothing they could do. Yeah, this um, there definitely will be some opportunities to look at um, uh, where we uh, we being law enforcement uh, and you know the, the government uh, that res- different agencies that responded to this. Uh, may have been relying too heavily on one another, where children's services might think that, uh, you know, well, if there was really that much of a problem, the police department would have intervened. And the police department, who has a limited scope of of availability, would say, well, we're going to notify children's services because this is their jurisdiction. And then once again, we run into this, uh, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand might be doing. But uh, the unfortunate reality is we're still missing this, this little girl and it's um, uh, just tragic that maybe there were many times along the way. Uh, it sounds like, right, there were multiple reports to uh, folks that did have jurisdiction to act on this. And uh, not having been out there, uh, not knowing what was said or seen or sensed by any of the responders, uh, it just in the, in the, uh, the total it would appear that um, there was a, there were at least one, if not multiple, opportunities missed. My fear is, if no one has seen Harmony since 2019, is she alive? And that's the fear that uh, is being shared by everyone that is reading any of these stories. That um, you would imagine at this point, especially somebody's in custody that uh, anyone with any knowledge about Harmony's, uh, where, where she's at right now, would just simply pick up the phone call and say, hey, I've got Harmony right here. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I suppose there may be some securing of her because maybe she was the victim of domestic violence and they don't want her to testify against anyone that might, have, you know, have been violent against her. But um, the, uh, the overwhelming sense and sadness is that uh, this story uh, can likely end up with that she uh, is is dead. And that's um, a nightmare. It's just a nightmare. It's just horrible. We'll put up whatever recent photos we have access to. And all of you do all the good work that you do by sharing things on social media and see if we can't figure out what happened to Harmony. It's the importance of uh, what you do, what this show does is information and you know getting information out and uh you know i think that uh you know there's um a a higher likelihood of some sort of uh resolution you know uh with the more people that become aware of uh the circumstances and uh you know the police department can weed through the speculation and the hyperbole and uh, as you know, you've been doing this for a while. The police department doesn't release everything that they have. Right. You know, there's a certain amount of important facts that they will keep back to, for the integrity of the case, not trying to cover things up, but uh, they can't give everything out to the press. So you know that that exists as well. But as these, uh, you put this information out like you do, more information will start to come in and then they can piece this together. And hopefully, again, to a a final resolution to this case. As always, you brighten up our otherwise very dark crime day. (laughs) Do what I can over here. Bye, guys. See you next week. Bye, Owen. Thanks. Well, Eric, thank you so much for joining us this week. It's always a pleasure to see you. This will conclude the episode. 
Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.